welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faith Lift Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. So we're starting the book of Esther today, mm-hmm. and we're talking about, um, this is a short short book. It's right after Nehemiah. You'll find it there in the Bible. And we just want to give you just a little bit of background information so we can set the stage with this. The Persians, um, they conquered the Babylonians in 550 to 529 BC. Seriously, they conquered the Babylonians and then in... 550 to 529 BC, that's when um, Cyrus the Great is believed to be the king and the ruler of the Persians. Esther is a Jewish woman who is located in the Persian citadel of Susa. That's where Nehemiah left from, too, when he went on his travels. Um, she was, her family was probably one of the captives that were mm-hmm. taken. And... Um, so, and the king of Persia at this point was believed to be King Xerxes. So this, the other thing about the book of Esther is that it doesn't reference God by name. It's the only book in the Bible mm-hmm. that does that. And it's just, we were just talking about, that's kind of curious and mm-hmm. interesting. Just something to note. Uh, there, uh, the, the king is referenced, like, I, I wrote it down somewhere, over 100 times, like 150 times throughout the um the book of Esther, and God not once. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's okay. pretty interesting. But like you said, how we see God in there all, all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so it starts out, we're just going to kind of jump in. It starts out, there's, there's a big, um, we're about to experience one of the most lavish parties um, and talked about banquets in history. Anyone who is anyone was there. Um, except the queen. <laughs> so let's, mm, let's kind of dive on into part. the scripture. Mm. There you go. Okay, okay so I will read um, Esther chapter 1, verses 1 through 12 from the NIV. This is what happened during the time of Xerxes, the Xerxes who ruled over 127 provinces, stretching from India to Kush. At that time, King Xerxes reigned from his royal throne in the citadel of Susa, and in the third year of his reign, he gave a banquet for all his nobles and officials. The military leaders of Persia and Media, the princes, and the nobles of the provinces were present. For a full 180 days, he displayed the vast wealth of his kingdom and the splendor and glory of his majesty. When these days were over, the king gave a banquet lasting seven days in the enclosed garden of the king's palace for all the people from the least to the greatest who were in the citadel of Susa. The garden had hangings of white and blue linen fastened with cords of white linen and purple material to silver rings on marble pillars. There were couches of gold and silver on a mosaic pavement of porphyry, marble, mother of pearl, and other costly stones. Wine was served in goblets of gold, each one different from the other, and the royal wine was abundant, in keeping with the king's liberality. By the king's command, each guest was allowed to drink with no restrictions, for the king instructed all the wine stewards to serve each man what he wished. Queen Vashti also gave a banquet for the women in the royal palace of King Xerxes. On the seventh day, when King Xerxes was in high spirits from wine, he commanded the seven eunuchs who served him, Mahuman, Biztha, Harbona, Bigtha, Abagtha, Zether, and Kerkas, to bring 
before him Queen Vashti, wearing her royal crown, in order to display her beauty to the people and nobles, for she was lovely to look at. But when the attendants delivered the king's command, Queen Vashti refused to come. Then the king became furious and burned with anger. Okay, so that's a lot. That's a big, long passage. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Gives us a lot of information. Interesting information in here. It makes me. I don't. It it blows my mind. Is really what it all comes down to. (laughs) I'm trying to think of a nice way to be like, oh, that's that's so nice. No, it just is so surprising at how lavish and ostentatious Mm -hmm. the whole thing sounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. 180 days. He displayed the vast wealth of his kingdom. So let's kind of take a look at what that what it was like going into this palace, what it was like walking into this party. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was in I think one of the main rooms was the gardens of it. You talked about the porphyry and the different um, stones mm-hmm. that we did. Okay, I looked up porphyry and. I will just kind of give you an idea. It's a very hard rock. It's a dark purplish red. It contains small crystals of feldspar, which is um, sparkly. Mm-hmm. Ever see those light up sidewalks where you go by and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has that yeah. sparkliness. Sparkly. We were just at the movie theater and they yes. have those. Mm-hmm. And I told my husband, I said, listen, I don't like glitter. <laughs> right. But uh, if we ever have to have a new driveway po- board, Yes. I want that sparkly rock in my driveway, in driveway so that it's like we're pulling up to diamonds. Isn't that amazing? Well, let me tell you, in Michigan, though, you want it heated if you can do Oh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yes. Those are the ones you really get jealous of, quite frankly, in the middle of winter. <laughs> Our son is like, I will save all of my money so that I don't have to shovel snow if we can get a heated driveway. <laughs> that would be so cool. But can you imagine walking in mm-hmm. into a palace that has sparkling yeah. stones mm-hmm. as much as they could do that back yeah. then? Well, gold beds, hanging linens. I mean, they decorated to the nines. Yeah. Mm. Well, Rosemary, when we were talking about it um, earlier, I said, she said that the couches of gold and silver, and in my mind when I read this, I thought it was like a fabric, you know, gold fabric. And no. she no. said, no, the actual couches were actually made of gold, of gold. and of silver. Yeah. yeah, solid gold, solid silver. Unreal. And one of the ways we know this is um, this king invaded and tried tr- attacked Greece. Mm-hmm. And so they when they had to come back, that they had to leave some of those couches. They just had to leave quickly. And so the Greeks found these couches. And they, now when you hear things, we have information that we're getting from the Bible. And then we're also backing it up with historical information that's from outside of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Perhaps Greeks have written information on, oh, that's what these couches looked like. We want to be able to take that with a grain of salt because the Greeks did not like the Persians at all. They thought they were too lavish. Mm-hmm. I might have been with them, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? And they kind of made fun of them and stuff like that. So just keep that in the back of your mind if we're reading this, um, that it's there's a bias from okay. the Greeks going on here. But yeah, they documented those. That's a separate historical document from the Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the historical stuff that is found um, about the time of Esther is Greek. And like Rosemary said, they don't they don't have a fond um, 
thought about the Persians. <laughs> right, yeah. So w- when they talk about this palace and you're coming in, these gardens for the Persian <laughs> gardens, um, they were like vacation spots. Mm. They were lavish. And it's really hard to describe it. Just start using your imagination. There would often be hunting grounds included with that. There would be every type of animal, every type mm-hmm. of plant species. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just your backyard herbal garden. This was a big deal. <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah. This And mm-hmm. they brought in exotic species of animals and right. plants and all kinds of fun stuff. And when you think about this is a hot, dry climate. Right? So how wonderful would it be to walk into this space? Uh, It's cooling. It's got that relief to it. Mm. Yeah. And the beauty. Mm -hmm. um, Hangings of white and blue linen. I thought of when you were um, going to your neighbor's wedding, was it? Oh, yeah. We were talking about building the booths. Yeah, yeah. In the Feast of Booths back in Nehemiah. Mm -hmm. That's what I picture, too. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a neighbor who was, they were Indian neighbors. There were more than one. And for this graduation party, we went in the backyard. It was so hot. Mm -hmm. It was like really in the 90s, huge humidity. And we walked into this tent and it had this flowing fabric. And it was it was pretty open. It, it was covered on top, you know, for the um, for to provide shade. But it was so cooling and so relaxing and so lovely. Yeah, yeah. I remember you talking about you know the hanging uh, fabric and how awesome that was. And I so that's kind of what I pictured here, just everywhere and the beauty of it. You know, mm-hmm. when you put like I think of this purple and teal together or the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and with the um silver and purple fabric to silver rings on marble pillars. <laughs> well and yeah on marble wow. pillars. Mm-hmm. That's cooling too. Mm-hmm. And really comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you picture, you know, you see the movies of um, where people are being fans and their grapes yeah. are being peeled mm-hmm. and there's all this, like, that's literally yeah, what right. was happening what was going here. On here. Yeah. yeah, they wouldn't create an exotic setting and then not have exotic foods. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. For sure. It makes me wonder, um, like, what's the most lavish or over-the-top event that you've ever been to? Have you ever been to an event that's just, like, over-the-top? I just I just think of um, being on a cruise and oh, yeah. um, yeah. that big banquet that they have like at on a what then I don't know what night it is but the food you know the fruit is carved into great butter mm-hmm. is carved into you know dolphins mm-hmm. and and there's just tables with fabulous desserts and everyone's dressed that's like a formal night mm-hmm. and everyone's all dressed up and you just feel like makes you feel special doesn't yeah, it yeah and it, it mm-hmm. just feels like um i don't know i can't think of the word i want but yeah special but bigger than special <laughs> i don't know you're living the life man this is you know mm-hmm. this is fantastic mm-hmm. anybody else can you think of anything? I mean, we threw a party one time when we lived in Chicago, a New Year's Eve party. And one of our friends had just built a beautiful new house with a big, wide front porch on it. And um, we decided there were about five or six couples that we would we were going to do black tie. 
And um, so we all bought sparkly tablecloths and um, we did candles and you name it. And then we dressed to the nines. The guys wore their tuxes. We wore our evening attire. We all had little kids and we didn't have a lot of opportunity to get gussied (laughs) up like that. Um, But that was pretty fun. Mm -hmm. It really was. I mean, it was a brand new house, all new stuff. Um, And then we were dressed for it. The food was great. Um, yeah, we felt like we had sort of died and gone to heaven. Yeah. It was it was one of those <laughs> yeah. experiences. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Not me. Not you. <laughs> I mean, I've been to like military balls. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And sometimes those feel very fancy. You mm-hmm. know, everybody's dressed up really a lot. Yeah. And the guys are all really sharp because they're dress. all in their dress mm-hmm. uniform. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. nice. And then um, there's a lot of pomp and circumstance that kind of mm-hmm. goes along with it. So I don't think I was ever in a very good frame of mind usually when I went because I was always like, oh, <laughs> have to go. Yeah. Um, but I do remember like dressing up and it's mm-hmm. just, you know, it was so fun to, yeah. to dress up and the food was probably good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The last one I went to, I was pretty largely pregnant. Oh. So that could have tainted your mm-hmm. enjoyment. Yeah. <laughs> I might even still have that. Dress? Why would I still have that dress? But I might have that you dress might. still. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you can post it on uh, Marketplace or something. Ten-year-old <laughs> uh, maternity ball gown. Ball gown. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Everyone needs one. <laughs> uh, one of the other things was that um, the wine was served in goblets of gold, each one different from the other. So. The, and think about how many people must have been there. How many goblets was that? Yeah, and to, I mean, it wasn't a you know a set that all looked the same. <laughs> Each one was I don't know what poured into a mold. Is that how they would be made? I have no idea. I don't know how gold. If is. they were all individual, then I mean, you'd have to pour the cup into a mold, yeah. but then. Yeah, maybe decorated it individually. Yeah. yeah. So is each mold different for each glass? Mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. but um, ostentatious one way or the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a girl who loves some matching dishes, I am not down with that. <laughs> <laughs> to me, opulence would be everything. Hundred thousand gold goblets that all match. All match. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, sister. Yes. <laughs> also, the wine was served in these awesome goblets. Um, the royal wine was abundant in keeping with the king's liberality, and by the king's command, each guest was allowed to drink with no restrictions. That's unusual. Usually, the king has a limit. The wine stewards would only be able to serve, I don't know how many glasses. Also, it runs the other way. The king you would always have to have a glass with each pour. Like when the king wanted another uh, pouring of wine and the mm-hmm. wine stewards came, you couldn't deny it. You had to drink. Okay. Otherwise, boom, you're out. So this is pretty, um, pretty. I don't know what you want. Revolutionary? Yeah, yeah, for him to yeah. say they can drink as much or as little as they want. Mm-hmm. So it was a little tidbit. That's pretty important. And so when we start getting into the, like, who was invited, mm-hmm. the um, military, the nobles, the officials, meaning like probably the govern, governors of the provinces and different things mm-hmm. like that. So it's interesting, why were these people brought here? Yeah. One of the things that I read was that um, they were 
planning a campaign. You know, this party lasted for six months, which mm. I cannot even get my brain wrapped around that. But that they often did that, you know, part of the, the lengthiness of it had to do with the fact that they were planning a campaign, a military campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got all of his governors, all of his leaders, you know, he brings everybody in. Mm. And yes, they party and have a lot of fun. But also, there's some serious business that's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's part of the reason for the party mm-hmm. is to show that we are a strong country. Mm-hmm. We do have riches. This is worth doing this. You want an alliance with me. Right. Yes. Because yeah. it will yeah. benefit you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it wasn't just like, hey, it's my, my castle. It's my party. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. There was a, a very intentional purpose behind all of this. And he's building confidence. Like you said, of the um, rulers and Mm -hmm. the uh, nobles from other provinces. Yep, like you Mm -hmm. said. Yeah, you want to be in alliance with me and um, come on over. Let's talk. See, see, I can afford this. I can afford this military operation. And most most people believe that... um, the entire time wasn't spent in the castle partying, in the palace partying. They There was a tour of the land as mm-hmm. well to mm-hmm. show off, you know, okay, we don't have it just right here, but we're legit and we mm-hmm. have it, we have land and we have military might and it's other places too, not mm-hmm. just in this one fortified. What was interesting when they talked about the Persian Empire, um, it covered what we think of as Turkey, Iraq, Iran, Pakistan, Jordan, Lebanon, and Israel, also parts of modern-day Egypt, Sudan, Libya, and Arabia. I mean, it was a huge Big. land area. Mm-hmm. So if he if he took people out to travel, um, there would have been some time involved in that to cover some of those some of those areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because they didn't hop from one train to another, or a plane, or a plane, or, or a helicopter. They were on their camels. Yeah, right. just moseying along. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not sure that he went out to all the provinces. I'm wondering if he was trying to prove, although he might have. I don't know, just the vastness of that land, mm-hmm. but that the wealth is right here in Susa. Like maybe he did a lot of traveling in the city and in the tours city, of the and city. tours of the city. That's possible. I'm too. Sure, they yeah. had double duck. Decker Double decker camels. Yes. <laughs> that is a feat of engineering, is what that is. My yeah. goodness. <laughs> With God, all things yeah. are possible. That's right. <laughs> but maybe not beneficial. Not, not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, another thing Love that was it. flowing here was the royal wine. What's really important mm-hmm. about the royal wine is it was imported. The better stuff is from Syria and Asia, and that was a really good wine. And that's the wine that was flowing here okay. with all the, the drinking. The poor quality wine was from um, Babylon and stuff like that in general from the countries. So okay, it's like imported wines. Mm-hmm. That's another piece of all the things. That, again, shows your ability to mm-hmm. attain that stuff, mm-hmm. too. It, not just have it within your country, but you have the ability to get things outside of your country if you need it. You have those relationships. Doesn't it always feel fancier if you're eating French brie, like of a course. French cheese or something, mm-hmm. instead of like your, I don't know, Kroger? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know, because I generally just have the Kroger kind. <laughs> when, when I'm like, when we're really celebrating, we get fancy cheese. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We do too. I do. Yeah, because you love cheese. I love cheese. (laughs) Yep, I do. So, so the people at this particular banquet at this particular time that we're talking about with Queen Vashti, when she was invited, or actually not invited, invited. (laughs) 
And she was, she was summoned. Summoned. summoned to come. Yeah. Yes. To that. So those are the kind of people that might have been there. They were drinking. Mm-hmm. They could drink more or less, like you were saying, from the king. Probably were a bit inebriated. I would mm. assume so. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting to me that the men were all together oh. and the women were all together. Vashti was hosting her own party for right. all of the women. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't mix. Right. Mm-hmm. So... Which, depending on who you talk to, who you study under, mm-hmm. um, there are opinions that that was not uncommon and that it was you know, pretty commonplace for the, the queen to hold her own banquet for the mm-hmm. women. But at the same time, this was a patriarchal society, but it wasn't to the point where... Um, women were not included. There were women leaders. There were, um, you know, it was not also... Proficiency in archery, horsemanship. Right, Mm -hmm. yeah. These women weren't cloistered in the nunnery and, you know, you only come when you're summoned. Mm -hmm. Um, They lived pretty independent lives and... Mm -hmm. Pretty powerful lives, too. yeah, Yeah, yeah. So, you know, for men and women to mix and be at parties together was not uncommon either. Okay, all right. So... Mm-hmm. But this particular party was women only. Was women only for yes. Vashti mm-hmm. and men only for Xerxes. the king. Yes. The king. So he sent seven eunuchs to go get her. That's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know why you would need that many. Because you're right? serious business, man. Apparently. Yeah. I think well, he's just trying to show off. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. you know what, you guys? Go get, go get, go the, get queen. the queen. Right. Yeah. You know, send this big retinue of men. Off yeah. to get the queen in the middle of the night. Well, only the eunuchs could go into the harem, right? Oh, right. Mm-hmm. That's why. So that's okay. why he yeah. chose those men. But why seven? seven? Yeah. You know, one would have done queen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the king would like <laughs> to see you. He wants to know. Yeah. <laughs> Just showing off his, mm-hmm. you know. Flexing his muscles. Peacocking mm-hmm. is what we yeah. call peacocking. it. Peacocking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, when you when the peacocks display mm-hmm. all their feathers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, peacocking. Mm-hmm. Well, That's good. the word said she was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he wanted to show her off. Right. Look what I got. Not only have I got all this wealth and all this power um, and all this property, but I got the, I got the pick of the litter. Mm-hmm. Well, she was lovely to look at, mm-hmm. is what the passage says. Mm-hmm. And she also said no. And then <laughs> she says no. no. Yeah. No. She kind of put a damper on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so, so what's been kind of fun for us is trying to just get curious about why did she say no? Yeah. You know, we kind of can figure out, King Xerxes wasn't that tricky to figure out, I think. It's like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, got it. He, he kind of seemed like he was pretty self-centered, mm-hmm. um, spoiled, aggressive, you know. Self-aggrandizement. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and we can understand why in almost the marketing, you know, like bring her on that stuff. But why did she say no? There can be a whole bunch of reasons. And so we have a whole bunch of ideas about Mm -hmm. that. We sure do. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be paraded around in front of a bunch of drunken men. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, I think that would be a little insulting. It would make you feel like a piece of meat. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, just uh, the Jewish myth was that he wanted to parade, parade her naked with her crown on, yeah. mm-hmm. which oh. would have been so wrong. Disrespectful. Right. Yeah. Um, but that is not necessarily, they don't have a lot of historical stuff to back it up. That, right. It's yeah. considered Jewish myth. Mm-hmm. Okay. That All way. Right. So if you run into that one, that's well, what I'm I read something that said she might have been pregnant. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I read that. Did too. you read that too, Terry? Also, it might have just been against her um, culture for a woman to go in with a bunch of men. It's just not done, mm-hmm. you know. Not. It was interesting not just that for, she felt free to say no, right? Because she obviously wasn't too afraid of him. She wasn't afraid he was going to say off with her head. I read somewhere that it. Um, was beneath her station because yeah. it was not uncommon for women to be summoned in front of a group of men, mm-hmm. but it was women from the harem. Yeah. Ah, the not the queen. The concubines, yes. And so um, for the queen, it was beneath her station. Okay. So she was she felt slighted mm-hmm. by like, who do you think I am? Am I just one of your random women? Mm-hmm. No, I'm the queen. I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. We, we find out later, though, that's interesting, where you were saying she felt free to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, as we get further into the book of Esther, women are summoned, and they only go for that one time before the king. Like He has a lot of power mm-hmm. on whether they come and go. To say no, that was pretty gutsy. It, it must have been gutsy. really yeah. insulting or yeah. really offensive to there her. There will be repercussions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which we'll <laughs> get into. We'll, we'll chat about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the favorite things that my kids liked to watch when they were little was Veggie Tales, mm-hmm. and Veggie yes. Tales does a fantastic yes. Esther. Yes, it is. It is really good. <laughs> and um, all I can think of every time. I mean, I've read this how many times prepping for this mm-hmm. and whatever, but um, in the movie, in the Veggie Tales movie. The queen, the king says, "Tell my wife that I want a sandwich. Make me a sandwich <laughs> in the middle of the night." And she's like, "Make your own sandwich." <laughs> anyway, that's all that's I cute. can yeah. think. That's of. what comes to I you. I need to yeah. prep, watch some Veggie Tales before we can yes. do this again. Yeah. Yes, so it's it's totally worth it because it does give you the the overview mm-hmm. of the whole yeah. story. Not historically accurate, <laughs> probably. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> good for kids to get it, the idea. It is, yeah. and I anyway, it's just awesome. That's cute. Yeah, very cute. Yeah, so she not only dissed him in front of just his court, he oh, was in yeah. front of his nobles. He was in front. Yeah. She said no to a king. Yeah, she disobeyed. in front of all these people. How embarrassing. For him, because he's there to show he has all these people. Oh, and how powerful military might. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and she's like, "Mm." and the little woman says no. Right. Right. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. I wonder. This just occurred to me. I wonder if he had an inkling of an idea that maybe that was going to be the issue anyway, and maybe he sent seven eunuchs. Oh. To maybe feel like. This is going to persuade her mm-hmm. to have all seven of these men here versus it's easier to say no to one or right. two, but seven, surely she wouldn't turn good that down. Thinking. That's good, good thinking. thinking. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. I love when we get sense. curious and we kind of come into all that stuff. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no historical significance to, or background of that. That's just what popped in my Or maybe there is, but that's what no, just popped into my head. That makes sense. Yeah. Good sense. So. So what do we learn from this? It's like, don't say no to the king, okay? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, well, but, we don't know yet what the repercussions are. Right, but I also think it's like we, we have a chance of seeing what King Xerxes is like. Mm-hmm. And when you're in that place where you're self-centered and you're arrogant and it's all about you, 
um, I think things don't always go the way you think they're going to go. Well, and we have to remember that his spirits were high from wine. Oh, and so the says, there's yeah. a, probably a little bit of um, filterless speech happening yes. here. Yeah. A little yeah. false confidence and... Yes. Yeah. Or exaggerated. Right. Right. There certainly aren't those um, roadblocks, yeah. you know, that, that yeah. we would normally encounter. Mm. So. Well, when she said no, the king became furious and burned with anger. And I think as we go on, we're going to see more of that mm-hmm. happening, too. He's, yeah. he's got a temper. Well, he's not accustomed yes. to people saying no. Right. right. Well, back in those days, if you're the king, you're like a god. Yeah. That's how they looked on them. And um, so basically the people are saying she said no to God, mm-hmm. small g. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was perfect, yeah, Terry. Right. I love it. <laughs> so the thing that's kind of fun, like with Esther, is um, it's like a storybook. This is a narrative. They look at this particular book as a narrative and a historical, and they go back and forth on it and argue mm-hmm. about it. So we won't. Mm-hmm. We're just going to say, hey, this is a cool story. Fun things keep happening. You're different things. There's all these mm-hmm. plot twists. There's all, the, all these different things going on. So stay tuned. This will be a fun one. That's right. It's yeah. going to be great. Okay. Does somebody want to pray for us as we finish up for the day? God, I just, I'll, I'll do that. Lord, I just, <laughs> we all looked at each other and just went, what? <laughs> God, we just thank you so much for this opportunity to read your word, Lord, to dive back in, God, to just engage with you and hear what you have to say. Lord, let this story just wash over us. Please mm-hmm. whisper to anyone who's hearing this, God, what do you want us to learn about this? What do you want us to know um, about you through this story? God, we just praise you. We just thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And cut. <laughs> <laughs>